0: Hi, I'm Diane Taylor, and with this podcast you're about to start learning about how domestic violence and abuse affects the mind and the soul of the victim, but how it's possible to heal and become a survivor and transform your life. I'm a lawyer, martial arts instructor, and domestic violence survivor. I've experienced physical violence as well as long-term emotional and psychological abuse. Here, you're going to find practical guidance, techniques, and approaches from the trenches because I've been exactly where you are. This podcast will take you from a world of chaotic thoughts, feelings and emotions to the clarity of understanding what you've experienced and how to heal. If you're wanting to leave that chaos behind you and live the life of your dreams, I'm here to tell you it is totally possible. If you're wanting to stop beating yourself up over the past, to heal, to find peace, to be happy, to feel self-worth and achieve a lot more in life, then this podcast is for you. You're going to start learning that abuse is not your fault that you deserve everything you want in life and that you can leave the past behind. It's not easy and it does take time, but together we can find clarity of thought, clarity of feeling and become whole again. There are no limits to what you can be and what you can achieve. I'm so glad you're here. listening to episode two of the chaos to clarity podcast today's episode is called inside the hurricane understanding the cycle of abuse and today we're going to talk about uh, what it's like um, living inside the cycle of abuse and what the cycle of abuse is is all about Um, i'm glad you're here Hi everybody, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Chaos and Clarity podcast. Um, Today is episode two and I'm going to be sharing with you um, some thoughts and information about the cycle of abuse which um, will help those of you who are victims and survivors to understand um, more about what was going on, or what is going on in your current situation, and will also help um, those who support and um, and help um, victims um, of abuse um, to to understand what's what's going on um, in their situation, um, and so you can just just understand so that you know, um, how you can help. Um, the cycle of abuse is something that I never understood, um, when I was in my, um, relationship. It is, I just thought that it was just normal life. That was just how I, you know, how we lived our life um, you know, constantly walking on eggshells. Things did, you know, you did seem to go in a cycle. There was ups and downs and all of the time. Um, but I, I didn't understand it until, and it wasn't until really, um, towards the end that I came across something about cycle of abuse. And, um, there it was, that was basically my life this, in this, diagram this is what i have been um been living for all that time um but while it's happening I you just you just think that that's life it becomes your normality um and it really is like you know what I want to do in this in this sort of episode and in this podcast generally is just you know the whole point is to give you a look inside um what it's like as a victim a look inside the the thoughts and feelings you know so that um hopefully you know, it's helpful for people who that their friends and family are, are a victim um but for those of you that are still in that situation or are freshly out of that situation it helps you to understand that um whatever it is it it's it's not you um you know, you're it's it's you're not to blame um, for any of it. You know, as I said in in the last episode, um, you're not to blame. Um, so the the thing, if you look at any of the, you know, you can just just Google and just Google cycle of abuse, and you'll come up with all sorts of, of different diagrams. But typically, there's yeah that they have normally, um, you know, three sort of sections there's like three parts of the cycle of abuse um and some of them have four um I sort of tend to favor the the model has four and I'll, I'll explain I'll take you through um the cycle and what it's like and um you'll sort of understand you see in the middle of a lot of them is denial um and that's you as a victim standing in the middle of it, it feels like you know, you're standing in the middle of a hurricane or you, you're caught in this like, you know, um, I think a hurricane is probably the best way to describe it, you know, the eye of the hurricane where the, the water's, I've never been in one, but, you know, like the water's clear and calm and there, there's no storm there, that's calm and that's that's you in denial about what's exactly going on and the rest of it is just swirling around you the whole time. Um, and you're in denial because you don't want to admit to yourself where you are. Because if you admit to yourself, then um, you've got to deal with with all sorts of of other feelings and emotions. Um, and this is all part of what keeps you, keeps you stuck there for so long. Um, if you imagine the picture of a hurricane and you're standing in the middle of it, you're in this sort of place of, of relative peace and as a victim of um, abuse, that's what you crave most. Um, you crave those moments of peace and that's, that is really part of, the, that's the whole part of the key of the, the cycle of abuse and why it keeps you stuck um, to actually tear yourself out of that and try and get through that hurricane to get to whatever's on the other side. Um that's the hardest thing you'll ever do. Um that it it seriously is the hardest thing you'll ever do. Um scary as hell. And yeah. So but that, that's a topic for, for another podcast. So it really it really is the um the hurricane thing, if you can picture that, that that's sort of what it's like. You you're in the middle there. So the way things typically typically work um, is if you start from, say the there be tension building as one is say the first one. If you want to start from, just doesn't matter which part of the cycle you start from. Let's just start from that. Um, your abuser's moody. Something's ticked them off that day um, or it might be for a few days, um, they, you know, I can tell you, well, from my point of view, he'd be drinking all the time, um, and it wouldn't take much to set him off, it might be something that the kid's done, might be something that happened at work, might be something that someone said on the radio, um, or someone else has said to him, or, you know, who knows, you know, there could, there could be anything, um, it would involve, nitpicking, finding faults with the kids, finding faults with me, um, just being critical of of, of everything we did, um, you know, put downs like, you know, one of the, the common things that he would say to all three of us was, oh, what's wrong with you or why are you doing that or You know, everything would would be criticised like you would just, you know, and you'd just, that whole time in that sort of tension building phase, you know that there's, there's something coming. And you're trying to, the whole time, you know, for me, it was trying to just like, you know, keep all these sort of spot fires under control, you know, it sort of, I had to to deal with things that he'd say with the kids. So I'd have to go and, you know, calm them and and you know make sure that they they knew that they there was, there was nothing wrong with them and you know that they were loved and um and and all of that sort of thing. Um, so and I'd be you know trying to make sure that things were right. I had I just had so many things going going on. It's like having um you know like let's say like a, like a chef's kitchen or something like that. You've got like 10 burners and you've got all these pots with different things happening and you've got to keep the lid on the whole lot. And so pretty much, you know, exactly what's going to go on. One of those pots is going to get missed. Something's going to explode. And there you go. And then you go from this whole tension building thing, which could be a couple of days. It could be every other day. It could be, every other week um it just depended on what was you know what was happening at that that time um you know you just feel like you're walking on eggshells the whole time you just never know when it's going to explode and you just no matter how much you try and keep control of anything one of those pots burning there it is going to get out of yeah you're out of sight and it when it won't and you won't see it And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, bang, then there'll be an explosion. Um, The explosions were um, typically when he was drunk, which was, you know, um, pretty much every night. um, You, it would be, start with attacking one of the kids or me. It was all just verbal stuff mostly, um, you know. Towards the end, things like you know, things would get thrown. Um, you know, the, the it would be just the whole and and the arguments would be picking on me, um, and you know, why I wasn't good enough and how I didn't do this right and what was wrong with me. And it would all just follow the same cycle, it'd be the same argument over and over again. And that's why you, you're in this cycle, it'd be the same things would come, it would start from something else, but it would get into this whole um, cycle and that would go on for a few hours typically um, and in that time you know you just you try and and protect yourself as best you can most of the time um, it was when the well when I thought the boys were asleep but you know of course no one's going to be asleep when um, when that's this you know Yelling and and fighting and things going on, um, and it wasn't till you know, later years. Since then, that you know, I've since learned the truth of it and how that it's affected them. But that was that was pretty much what happened. Um, you know, I would be sometimes just looking for like just looking to escape. I might end up like in a corner somewhere just just trying to get my head together um sometimes i'd end up walking off into the night down the street um you know we live fortunately on a quiet street but just looking for somewhere to go somewhere to get away from the onslaught um and it was it was you know for me it was um it was verbal um mostly and you know until towards the end, but um, but you're just you're trying to. At, at first, you start you know standing up and trying to you know trying to to say your piece and trying to you know um, give put your point across because you forget you forget that they're irrational. You forget that they you know that they're not going to accept anything you say as right. Um, and then, and you know, after a while you think, well, what am I doing? I'm only making this worse myself. But then if you don't say anything, well, then you get um, spoken to about, oh, how come you don't say anything, you never say anything, um, why don't you have anything to say, have you got nothing to say about that? Um, so you're in this situation the whole time where you, you can't win. Um you're never you're never gonna win. You're dealing with someone who's who's just irrational. Um and you know, for some people like this whole you know, explosion thing, um, that it results in, in beatings as well as arguments, um, and things like that. Um, you know, we've had situations where there's there's been, you know, physical contact with um with my sons at various arguments and you're just you're just living in the middle of it's like you're in the middle of this vortex that just takes over it just takes over your life and every time it happens it just takes it over again. Um and after that Once you've had this explosion, you know, typically for us it was, you know, in the evenings um, because he would have had his, you know, his quota of alcohol by then um, and whatever happened during the day would set him off. Um, So whenever that would happen, it would be typically in the evening. So eventually, you know, you get tired and (laughs) you just... Yeah, have enough, and that, it, and then for two, three, four days after that, he wouldn't speak to you, um, wouldn't speak to anyone in the household. You did, you're back to like this, walking on eggshells again, um, until it sort of settles down again, um, by when he decided that he was going to start talking and start sort of getting back to normal. So, we would go through another stage of walking on eggshells, and then it would sort of get back to normal um and you'd have these bits of peace where it was sort of there was no argument um there was there was you'd just go about your day to day life um in whatever that was, and you craved those minutes of peace whether it was a day, whether it was a couple of days, a week, a couple of weeks, maybe sort of pretty rare, um, until the next bit of tension started again. But those bits of peace, like that's part of the trap. That like lulls you in because you just – it gives you that tiny little bit of breathing space Um but it it's 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 like it's you know, it's a real trap. Um you you just, it just it just sucks you in and then the next thing will go off the next stage of the whole thing, you're back to walking on eggshells, you're back to something going on, you're back into this whole tension building thing. And you know, you're trying to you're back to trying to keep all these pots, you know, from burning on the stove again. Um, and it's, it, and that just goes around and around and around for years, for years. Um, and, you know, I look back now and I think, my God, how did I, how on earth did I get through all of those years with all of the things that, Um, I had to do at that time and through all those years and try to to do the best job I could to bring the boys up um, as best that I could. And how the hell did I get through all of that? But you do because you're living for these little little minutes of, of peace, these little parcels of peace that you get every now and again. But this is the whole, you know, and when you're in the 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 peace thing that's happened, everybody sort of relax and you forget and you let your guard down and then, bang, the next things go along. We'd have to, you know, you'd have to try and keep the kids, you know, quiet and often making too much noise or God forbid if they broke something or, you know, they were just, they were just kids, you know, um, and there's so much you just go along with stuff just to keep the peace. Um, in the end, you just, you're, you become such a, you know, squashed um, person um, because of, of just trying to deal with all of this as well as trying to run a household and trying to, for me, I always had a business to run with, you know, with staff to organise and and clients to, to see, you know, um, I had – I was essentially a single parent to these two wonderful boys. I was trying to create the best life I could for them, take them to whatever they need to be taken to, um, all of that stuff, um, just for years. Um, and – you just it, it it's part of the reason that you get so stuck. Um, at times, you just cannot see a way out at all. You don't even, you don't even realize you, you're in it. You really don't. Um, you know, there's so many things that go on in there. But this and this is just one one part of the whole. You know, complex. Question and I guess people that, that haven't been inside it just don't understand. You know, you you see the question written on you know in groups <laughs> and things like that. Um, you know, why didn't she leave? Why did she stay all that time? You know, why didn't she just go? Which of course is the wrong question. Um, the question is why? Why did he do that? Why did he treat them that way? You know, why was why was he so abusive? Why would he do that? Um But the 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 question about of, of how the of how hard it is to leave and how you get stuck this is just a small part of it. It is so complex. Um there are so many things going on. Um which is why like one of the reasons why i wanted to to start this um this podcast to unravel that for for you guys out there the people that are in this situation to try and understand it for people that are you know want to support you and um and for them to try and understand it it is it's just um it's just a crazy way to live um you think you're going crazy. Um, you end up with, you know, physical illnesses because your body can only take so much. It's got to, something's got to give. Um, you deal with, you know, all sorts of things. You get overwhelmed. Um, you just don't know which way to turn. Um, and, of course, the the main thing about it all is that, you you can't talk to anybody about it. There's there's no one you can tell, um. Unless you you're living in that situation, P- uh, lots of people just don't get it, um. And get why you get and understand why you get stuck, which of course is why I'm recording this this episode, but. For until you're getting near the end, when you, you you finally work out what the hell's going on and what sort of life you've been living, um, and you're finally starting to pull yourself out of that hurricane vortex situation, um, and you you finally work it out and you make the decision to leave and all of that, you just you're so ashamed that this is the way you live you 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 feel like a you know you feel like a failure um you just you feel like you're living a double life you know you 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 really are living like a double life um you you put on this um front for the people that you work with and um the people that you know um and you know every night you go to work and you talk to people all day um and you go home to this hell. Um you know, it, it's 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 just crazy. Um but until you get to that point where you you start to try and work out what the hell has been going on all this time and and you start to put the pieces together and until you can develop enough um self-worth and self-confidence to, to get over um, being ashamed and being ready to tell people, um, which is going to help you get out of there, you're stuck. You're stuck in this cycle. You're stuck in this vortex of hell. Um, and it just... You know, it just slowly gets worse and worse over time. Um, it it does. It just doesn't stop. Um, and you think that there's something. You seriously think there's something wrong with you that that you make mistakes all the time. That you you just can't seem to get things right. Um, you. You just can't seem to, no matter which way you go, you can't seem to to fix it. Um, And there is no way to fix it. The way to fix it is to leave. And that's when you get to that place um, and you make that decision, that is the most dangerous time for you. That is the time when... You you hear all these stories, um, and that's the news reports of people that are killed because they're on their way out, um, or they have left, and yeah, that's that's the most dangerous time. Um, and that's yeah, that whole thing is another episode for a, another podcast. Um, but I hope um. This little, you know, chat today has sort of given you a bit of a look um, inside what it's like um, so that you can sort of understand how this cycle of abuse just it attracts it you, it just, you're just trapped, it, you know. You know, it just starts with this, with the building of the tension, with something going wrong, then it escalates with an explosion um, and then, you're back around, they call it this honeymoon phase or whatever. That's never a honeymoon, let me tell you. It's you, you just where things calm down and you're sort of normal in uh you know, inverted commas. Um, that's where you get your little bit of peace until the next explosion. And all of that can happen in a day. It might take a few days, that might build over a month. Um and you can feel it coming, but even so you still, it just blindsides you. <laughs> Sometimes you're sort of ready for it because you're just in that mindset. But, you know, I was always just so busy with so many things to do. Um, half the time I was just blindsided with it. I just didn't see it coming. You, you just don't know which pot is going to be the one to explode and it's, it's always the one you're not looking at. Um, and that that's, that's that's probably the best way, you know, to describe it. There's just so many so many things you've got to try and keep under control that one of them's just gonna go off. And and that's not your fault. You shouldn't have to keep control over any of it. Um but that that's just the best way of, of describing it. So um so I guess the you know I guess the takeaway from this um episode really is just to I hope I've given you sort of a bit of an understanding about Um, inside what it's like inside that what's you know um, what you're feeling like and um, you know what life is like for you Um, you know it's probably something that I'm going to return to again as you know in in different episodes there'll be bits that I'll um, I'll talk about but um, I hope this has been um, informative and um, yeah um, until the next podcast next week. Um, yeah, all the best to everybody out there and thank you for all your support and encouragement. I've had such great feedback. Um, I'm really grateful for that. Um, just, you know, leave me a review or send me a comment. Um, check out our Facebook page and leave a comment there. Um, I'll post this to to Facebook if there's anything you'd like me to talk about or anything more that you understand didn't understand or you've got any questions or I can help you in some way please just um, just shoot me a message and um, yeah I'll get back to you. Thank you. Um, I'll see you on uh, the next time for episode three. Bye.